Hi, this is Steffi and welcome to The Financial Fox. Today on the show with me is Alvin Fu, VC and co-founder of different fintech projects. He is passionate about emerging technologies and in this conversation we talk about AI and blockchain. Now, before we get into the show, if you're not subscribed to our YouTube channel, click the subscribe button now and follow us on social media to stay up to date with our news and interviews. Let's get straight into my conversation with Alvin. Hi Alvin, how are you? I'm very well, Steffi, how are you? Yeah, I'm fine, I'm fine. So, so good to finally have a chat. And uh, you are uh, a venture capital, an investor, you have different projects in the fintech, blockchain space, and also, I see that you are quite prolific talking about AI as well. So I kind of like wanted to focus on the intersection between AI and blockchain in our conversation. But uh, perhaps you can start, uh, you know, just giving a short introduction about who you are, what you do, and why you are so bullish and so into Web3 and emerging technologies. Uh, I'm with a, a company called Chain Valley Capital. Uh, it's based out of the U.S. Uh, and I, I basically run uh, this uh, this particular crypto blockchain web investment with another partner of mine uh, where we specifically look into uh, Web3 and also some some uh, investment into, like you were mentioning earlier, gaming, uh, DeFi, you know, but, but more in terms of Web3.0, that's where we are actually focusing our investment. Yeah, we are going through a, a difficult market because though the last couple of days have been very bullish, uh, but uh, the market in general uh, is still in a bear market, bear territory, uh, and we are still investing, but we are very cautious. Yeah, well, that's a good point. Even though now is the time to build, and that's where all the opportunity um, lies. But let's uh, go back to AI, which is really something that I'm excited about. And I know many people have tried chat GPT and uh, blow everybody's minds, right? You can actually say, uh, make this, uh, write me a piece of code, write me an article and boom, you know, it comes up. It's, quite, it's really, I would say it's quite um, an astonishing technology. Yes, it is. Uh, I think it's also very disruptive. Uh, AI has been around for a long time. It's not like you know AI just started like you know two hour you know two days ago. It has been around, and uh, in fact, a lot of companies has been using AI uh, for a long time. Like companies like uh, like e-commerce company like Amazon, and even like Alibaba has been using AI to do recommendation on 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 purchases uh, in the past. So AI is not new, uh, but uh, definitely, yes, it hasn't gone mainstream from a user perspective, right? Because now you could really see uh, why it is becoming more and more popular is because now the end user, like, you know, people on the street, right? They can now use ChatGPT. And that ChatGPT now really helps them to do a lot of, like, as, as you were using that term, astonishing work. To me, I think it's also uh, another word, a very disruptive and also game-changing. And not only that uh, it is, it is game-changing the industry, but it's also game-changing how we work. So a lot of people who used to, you know, they hire people to do work. Now, ChatGPT in some way, right, could now replace those work, right? So I must say, you know, moving forward, right, 
a lot of work that used to be done by human now would be a combination of maybe human plus ChatGPT or in some case purely ChatGPT. So so that's the power of AI. And we are really at the early stage. We are just scraping the surface and we are really looking at ChatGPT. I think ChatGPT, the first version was only out like uh, end of last year. And now the GPT-4 yeah. has been only been around for like three days. And many people are already talking about it on, on LinkedIn, on Twitter and so forth and creating amazing products, amazing application and the sky is the limit. Yeah, I think the point you said that is the first time that AI becomes available to the masses and to everybody out there. That's really the new things, right? Now, my question is, uh, or my concern would be, how scalable is a technology, a early technology like ChatGPT? Because obviously, you know, maybe there are so many requests that it can't cope with that, and actually, what? can actually do for businesses, for people, and how scalable it is. I mean, it's a cool technology, but at the end of the day, it's all about scalability, right? Right. Well, just like any technology, right, we'll have to go through the evolution, right? It will have to evolve. The evolution, right, will prepare the technology to be more prepared in the sense that it will be able to scale. Right now, I, I don't think OpenAI, when it created it, it saw that 100 million people coming to onboard, coming to register and use the service instantly, right? It was, uh, to them, I think they were surprised. And in, in fact, they were so surprised that, you know, so many people are using it and now more and more people talking about it. I think eventually it was scaled because it's really well-funded. Uh, you got like OpenAI being funded like by, by, by Microsoft, right? They have funded like the last investment was like $10 billion. And then that would give them sufficient money to really scale that business and also scale that services. Uh, eventually, I think it will eat up a lot of computing power, but I think, you know, it's a very healthy problem. And the business and, you know, like computing powers from Amazon, from Azure and all that, right, will eventually support this business because that's where it's heading. And if there's a need, there's a demand, there's a supply. There's always a case in technology, right? If there's a demand, supply will catch up, okay? Where where you you are gonna see the main use case or artificial intelligence? As I've said earlier, artificial intelligence is not new. We've gone back to like as early as e-commerce days, right? But right now, what is, what is happening now is that the end user, the masses now have they have access to it, right? That gives them that power to do a lot of things. I think a lot of things that what we are seeing right now is the creativity of people that you can never you can never comprehend because. They are creating new things from ChatGPT and ChatGPT being an artificial intelligence, they are also learning as well. So not only that we are inputting them, you know, with more information for them to learn, they are also have the ability, right, to also guide and also provide right, a lot of information for human and the mass, right, to then develop, you know, application on top of it. I think that's a fantastic point, a flourishing or creativity because of uh, this broadening of artificial intelligence. Uh, yeah, I think that's that's a very important point. So what is going to happen to this big tech company? You know, how they are going to cope with or integrate artificial intelligence? I Obviously, you mentioned Microsoft, but there are many others. You know, they they have to kind of do something about it. I think it's quite clear uh, that everyone is doing something. You could see uh, companies like Google is doing something. Facebook is offering something. And just recently, Baidu from China, Baidu AI has also offered their own version of ChatGPT called Ernie, right? 
and Alibaba and Tencent and so forth. Every tech companies are are going to offer some form of uh, chat GPT, right? Within, with not, well, I mean, to be broader, right? An AI offering on their services. And that also allow uh, companies to then apply them. Because what I've read like yesterday, right? I think it was at McKinsey, who, who is now offering chat GPT, right? To their 4,000 of staff, right? On from a legal department to use it. So it's now not just going to the masses, there's an adoption, right? From the commercial side, the enterprise was seeing the value in chat GPT, right? Who can then complement their current consultant, their current, you know, uh, employee, right? To optimize and to increase efficiency in their in their way of working. I think this this impacts everybody, impacts student, impacts teacher, impacts yes. I think everybody in a sense that now you now have access, right? A virtual assistant that can help you to do many things, and at the same time that we can also, you know, for the masses to use ChatGPT or any any similar solution, AI solution. To then help them to become their natural assistant. That you, I don't think you know you can hire enough people, but definitely this would certainly be one solution, right? That is very scalable, that can assist the masses in doing and simplifying their life. Now there is the access to uh, everybody, so we just don't see more people using that, but also adoption. The the, the, the adoption is actually quite quite clear now. You can see a lot of people using it. I'm not just talking about tech savvy people. I'm saying a lot of people, I'm, I'm talking about students, teachers, employees, and the masses are actually, you know, taking advantage of, of ChatGPT to do things for them, simplifying their life, learning, right, coding, you name them, you know, creating recipe, creating a travel itinerary. I mean, the sky is the limit as to what you can do because ChatGPT right, has got sufficient information from the internet, right, who can then be coordinated, right? be curated right to your requirement. So I, I think it can help everybody. Uh, again, it's just how smart are you, right, in creating prompts, right, to then test and check out ChatGPT. Yeah. So nobody is talking actually about energy consumption. They obviously artificial intelligence use a lot of energy. And if we compare to all the FUD created around crypto, that's quite interesting because you see an industry that is related to money and is always, uh, you know, people trying to shut it down. So much energy, you know, Bitcoin, uh, proof of work, and then artificial intelligence. Nobody talks about the bad things. It's just the cool stuff, which is right. But why this is happening? Well, it's because uh, when you look at artificial intelligence, right, it's a, it's a very innovative and positive topic, right? Versus crypto. You know, crypto, there's always this, uh, this school, two school of thoughts, right? The believers versus anti-crypto, right? Anti-crypto will always yeah. have all kinds of negative to talk about crypto, right? Then on the other hand, these are the believers. The believers are the ones that really that, that hollows, you know, through good and bad times, right? So that's why when you when you look at crypto, there's always going to be this this anti crypto talks about you know how much you know power is being consumed, you know how much uh, carbon is being released into the atmosphere, right? But when you talk about like in artificial intelligence, it's a very positive innovation, right? Where people are all mostly I won't say everybody, but everybody's positive about the development. Of artificial intelligence therefore you get less people talking about a negative part of it yeah though i know there's some people who who feel that you know that we need to be careful in artificial intelligence and like like you know must talk about it right and i i also agree that we need to put rules around it that there is a framework right as to how 
you know, AI is supposed to be developed and also, you know, there needs to be law to govern it. Because otherwise, like, if we were to reach to a point where if we pass everything to AI, then at which point, right, then it becomes dangerous, right? But if you look at, you know, crypto, yeah, exactly. crypto has always been, you know, there are always going to be people who love it and people who hate it. So people who hate it, right, will talk about, you know, they consume a lot of power. But if you think about it right now, when you look at uh, mining, mining Bitcoin, more and more powers that being used to mine Bitcoin is actually power come from renewable. A lot of those powers. Exactly. I think we are looking at about 70 to 80 percent of powers, right, that's actually being used are generated by renewable. Yeah, I think we it's important to look um different perspective and AI there is a problem or there will be a problem with energy consumption that must be discussed. And also we must discuss also what crypto is doing to offset this energy consumption and all the good things that you said about renewable energy uh with mining. Now, AI plus crypto. What do you think? Well, I think uh oh, I mean, they are, they are. AI plus blockchain. Let's say that's that's the best way to say. Uh, well, I think that's a trend. I mean, we are looking at Web 3.0, right? Uh, we're, we're talking about a world where uh, the world is going to be powered by 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 the blockchain, fully decentralized. Uh, though though I may not I may not be a true supporter of fully decentralized, but I certainly believe like there's a lot of services, and and some of these services are going to be decentralized. More, more in terms of less sensitive areas to be decentralized, and the those areas that are more sensitive, like taxation, right? These are going to be centralized. The world, the world evolved from very centralized towards decentralization. But decentralization, to, 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 from my standpoint, is anything that is not sensitive, right? And then there's a there's going to be a model that's going to be hybrid, hybrid in the sense that part of it are going to be centralized. And part of it is going to be decentralized. Now, when you look at AI, on the other hand, right? Now, we are still at a, at a very early stage. Well, there is a lot of computing power that needs uh, that needs to be powered by 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 machine. And I think moving forward, right? There's there's going to be a time where a lot of these offerings are going to be centralized because you need a lot of people to develop stuff. And anything that needs requires a lot of development, right? Will still live in that centralized world, right? Once it becomes mature, right? That's when some of this AI work, right, goes into decentralization. We will see that coming, right, but not immediately, but maybe in the next five to ten years. Okay, uh, interesting. As a VC, obviously, you invest in project, and uh, I would like to understand uh, because this is a trend right now. So, investing in AI project, what? project that use AI are you looking at? What kind of use cases? What kind of uh, application using AI you think would be a good, I mean, a good investment is, uh, is not the right word, um, an interesting investment, a promising investment? Uh, my, my, my invest, our investment thesis is not to invest in hype, right? If you look at a lot of investment into crypto, it's always investing in hype. We try not to get, in, get lost in that hype. There's a lot of hype at the moment, right? Uh, there's a lot of talk at the moment in, in AI, but not so much into the decentralized world, right? I, I think there's a lot of uh, a lot of development and research going into AI. Like as, as I've said earlier, we are really scraping scraping the surface, and we are also I'm we are also learning how that can marry now because right now most of the uh, AI play in the blockchain space is really on on the network side. So pure companies like Singularity. You know, Fetch.ai and Graph, they, they, these are all 
uh, network play. Uh, and it's really early stage, right? Uh, I kind of like want to look at the real application. Right? I want to see how can that be applied on the blockchain. And that's where we are We are now trying to identify those areas and not jumping in as in, wow, there's so much hype. Any AI project in the blockchain space, we will invest. We will invest, but more in terms of what can we do with it. Now, because if you look at the Web 2.0 world, which is actually the chat GPT and all that, is is doing well, right? It's functioning well. And going back to, to what you were saying, like, you know, question around power, question about scalability, right? I think it still need, need to live in that era because the blockchain as a whole is still very slow. Now, when you when you prompt chat GPT, your response is, is fast, but not really fast yet. Right? I cannot imagine how would that service right, lands on the decentralized world where it's like a lot slower. As I'm sure you must have experienced, right, the slow and delay right, with the transaction taking place on the blockchain. So the, the AI world now still sit on the centralized world where the user experience is quite acceptable. But I think you know, moving forward, you're going to see the response time uh, from, from chat GPT or any kind of services going to be quick because you need a lot of computing power and you need a, a very scalable uh, data center to actually power AI. So we're not, we're not going to jump that- we're not going to jump into the hype as in getting into all this investment just because there's a lot of hype but we want to see where is the application of AI in the crypto world or in the blockchain world. Is there any specific project that you are looking at and you are uh, you will say they are doing some really cool stuff? Uh, I think what I really like, uh, I like Singularity. Uh, again, I'm not making any kind of recommendation. Do your own research, right? Uh, this is not a recommendation, uh, but I kind of like Singularity because it has got uh, the thinking behind Singularity is exactly good. Conceptually, I think it's something that can work if they execute well, and I think they have a good team to execute it, right? So that's that's one project that I think will have a possibility of actually building that. But again, I think getting an AI to work on a blockchain is still years away, but uh, it's a good starting point. And again, as I've said earlier, AI is still very new and blockchain has a lot of challenges that they have to resolve along the way. But but together, right, this will dramatically change how Web3 is going to be. Because Web3, when you look at being decentralized, the backend has to be you know powered by machine learning and artificial intelligence, right? And, and how do you put them together with quick response and at the same time, right, scale it, it can scale fast enough, right? And that's, that's again, a huge challenge within the business. But you know, at, at, that point of, at this point of time, I, I think all these companies that I mentioned earlier, still very early stage, but I think that they are doing something, you know, promising at this stage. Yeah. And then there is all the element about user experience. They obviously, we still need to master because it's great to have all this great technology, but we need uh, the, the best UX and UI to uh, onboard the masses and, uh, you know, make uh, this amazing technology like, uh, uh, you know, mainstream, like your Apple computer. You don't need to know how it works. You just click the button and everything, right. you know, pops up. But um, right. Alvin, this was uh, great to have you on the show and uh, would love to stay in touch and see what you're up to. And yeah, and hopefully see more of this emerging technology flourishing and get adopted and uh, overcome challenges. I think that's uh, an exciting thing for us uh, to watch and get involved. Right. I mean, we are living in a very exciting time. 
if you look at yeah, how technology has evolved, right? There's actually a lot more that has that have that has happened in the last thirty years than the three thousand years. A lot yeah, has happened, I, and it will only grow go faster and faster, and that makes it even more interesting. <laughs> that makes yeah. it even more interesting, and 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 we are living in exciting times, and I I hard to comprehend what's going to happen in five ten years, but I want to be able to sit and enjoy, right? Not just investing, but also being being part of, of the community, part of the masses, right? That now has an ability, right, to talk to machines and get machines to do things and simplify things for me, right, so that I can live and live well, right? Yeah, exactly. Completely agree. Okay, Yalvin, it was great to have you on the show. Thank you. Thank you, Steffi, for having me. Appreciate uh, much more. I uh, hope that we can chat more in the future. Thank you. Thank you.